his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Incidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Choose and choose and choose and choose. Hey! <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do. How y'all doing? Vibrant side, you gotta get wild. Vibrant side, y'all know how much I love that song, right? Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Here it is after Thanksgiving, and I am so grateful for so much, and I'm very grateful for each of you. So thank you so much for sticking and staying with us on Sunday nights. Of course, we have a great show lined up for you. The producers are Chris Tubbs, who is running the board tonight, and Jonathan Lowe. Um, Of course, we know that um, we usually talk about sports a little bit, and Chris, I know you love sports as well. And I, I realized that today the Wolves lost, didn't they? Yes, they did. Uh, I think the Timberwolves forgot that you have to play defense, especially early <laughs> in the game. I mean, they gave up 47 points in the first quarter, and I'm I'm not good at math, Geraldine, but I know that if you take 47 times 4, that's a lot. And yeah, I mean, they were down by... They were down by 20 early, and it this game was over after the first 12 minutes. After the first 12 minutes? Yeah. The, the, I mean, the, the Wolves made a mini run in the, in the fourth quarter, but at that point, the Warriors had, you know, they had taken their foot off the gas. And it, it's unfortunate because the Wolves had, you know, they kind of, you know, built a little something with a five-game winning streak. And then you're like, oh, well, you, you lose – you have an awful second half in that loss at Charlotte, and then you have an awful first quarter uh, today against Golden State, and and they've got to you know they got to pick it up now. You're a quarter through the season, you're ten and ten, and this team, for all intents and purposes, after you make that trade for Rudy Gobert, they should have been a lot further along. But this team still, they still got a few things they got to work out. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, um, the Wolves return tomorrow as they travel to Washington to take on the Wizards. What do you think that game is going to be like? I I think, you know, if you're the Wolves, you got to come out. And because the Wizards were playing today. And really, to me, when I think there's one guy, Chris Porzingis, who is, you know, a little long in the tooth, but still a really, really good player. Uh, you look at the talent and the Wolves should, on paper, be able to to manhandle the Wizards a little bit, but the the problem is the Wolves. They just have this hard time finding all of this the synergy, and they've got some you know some injuries that are starting to to stack up for the Wolves. So it, it's going to be a test right now. Every game right now is going to be an absolute grind for the Minnesota Timberwolves, and hopefully, Geraldine, 
you get these struggles, you figure out what works, and hopefully by the time we hit New Year's, maybe this team has kind of smoothed out some of these rough edges. You know, every time we talk about rough edges for any of our teams, I can just imagine, of course, you know, I don't always watch, I don't always think about it, but when I do, I sit there with, you know, like I'm biting on my nails because I just never know. But our Vikings have been doing so well, and so the Timberwolves last year, if I'm not mistaken, were doing very well, correct? Yeah, the the Timberwolves last year... I, it looked like they really were heading in a, a direction, a trajectory, and then they make this move in the offseason where they, they trade for what they feel is going to be this missing piece. But yeah, there was a lot of optimism surrounding this team because they, you know, they, they gave Memphis a very hard fought first round series and, you know, the Wolves, they had some times in that series where they could have put Memphis away. They just couldn't do it. So the, the Wolves, I think some of that good mojo from the end of, of last year, Geraldine, has kind of worn off a little bit. But it's it's weird. It's like no matter if the Vikings have any semblance of success, they completely run this down. And, and it is amazing how quickly people can jump on that Vikings bandwagon. And I and I love it. I love it. Yeah, I do too. At the same time, I must say, I never quite know who's to blame when the teams are not doing well, right? Of course, most people say, well, it's the coaches, but then what, how, how about the, the main players? Are they also part of the, the lack of success? I, I think when we're talking about the Timberwolves, it's, it is the players right now, but it's not the players' fault. It's, you know, when you've got somebody who's so familiar and so comfortable in a certain role, and then you're asking this person, hey, we want you to stop doing A, and we need you to do B, C, and D. And it takes players a certain amount of time because you know, I, I liken it like this. Rudy Gobert is the new kid in school, and all of the new kids have to get used to playing with him instead of him having to figure out how to play with the new kids. And it's, you know, I think Coach Finch, he's still trying to figure out how to put these guys in the right positions, but then the players are still, they didn't have much preseason together to figure it out. I think they thought that you could just get into the regular season, you could flip a switch, and voila, that it wasn't going to be any problem. Well, they're finding out the, that there are quite a few problems. The talent is there with the Timberwolves. That's that's the crazy part. Like The talent is there. They just need to figure out how to put it together. And I'm hoping that they have um, people who coach. You know, for me, every part of the um, uh, of the game has to have some support behind it, right? Every piece of the game. So whether it's the players, whether it's the coaches, whoever it is, even the owners need to have um, support to make sure that they're, everyone is on the same you know, level, the same plane, the, mm-hmm. that they're all agreeing to it. And I can imagine that's also a challenge when you've got new people coming in and how it all works and how it all comes together. So what about that? Do you ever know if they get to have mentors um, when they're new on a new team? I, I know that you know there are. If you're a younger player, you know certainly there are times where if there's a, you know a veteran on a team that feels that they kind of want to take you under their wing and get you familiar with the organization, get you familiar with the community, you know, because 
Yo, ever I mean, Minneapolis, I'm going to venture probably a little bit different than Salt Lake City. You know, Minneapolis, different than, than Memphis. So you've got – it. I think, too, it depends on, you know, some of these older players. They come in and they're just kind of so focused on what they need to do that right. I, I don't know if they're necessarily looking for that mentor perhaps, but you know that there are people within this organization that are like, hey, use me as a resource if you need – you know, if you need to figure out where to get the best down jacket or you need to figure out where the best restaurant is or you just the little nuances like that that everybody's trying to figure out because feel that, you know, I mean, you know, this, Sherilyn, the, the sooner you become comfortable in your environment, then I feel the, the, the quicker you can be successful in whatever it is that you're doing. So how do you think they're going to do um, as they travel to Washington to take on the Wizards? I mean, um, if you think that even in the amount of time that they have, which mm-hmm. is so little, to, you know, course correct, um, can they do it? There are teams that can do it that were a mess one day, and two days later they are just on their game. Oh, absolutely. They definitely have the, uh, they definitely have the ability to do it. There's no question because right now, you know, in that Western Conference, you know, a lot of teams, nobody's running away with that Western Conference. That's the, you know, that's the nice thing. And you've got a team on the other side in, in Washington that's got about the same record. You know, they're ten and nine, so they're really just a half game better than the Wolves are so far. So I don't feel like this is a game. At least looking at it on paper, this isn't a game that the Timberwolves should be afraid of by any stretch of the imagination. Because the Wizards are coming in, you know, having lost two in a row. And, I mean, right now it, it could be three in a row because right now they're trailing Boston by 16. So I will say the Wolves as well have a little bit of an advantage. Uh, Alan Horton said it earlier today in terms of rest because the Wolves, uh, their game, you know, tipped off at 2.30, whereas the Wizards are in Boston. And, you know, they tipped off a little later. Granted, the, you know, the, the plane ride from Boston to D.C. going to be substantially shorter than Minneapolis to D.C. Right. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Well, the pregame show is at 5.30 p.m. tomorrow. The tip-off is at 6 p.m. right here on WCCO. We look forward to to hearing from others about games and how they feel about it. So many people that sit in that, what do they call it, the, uh, what is the chair they call it, <laughs> where people you know, tell their, their ideas of what happened and, oh, this is what they should have done. Oh, an armchair you know. quarterback. There you go, armchair quarterback. There's one thing we can do, Gerald. We we can voice our opinion, even as it might be uneducated and based on nothing, we still like to base our opinion. Okay, last question for you. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so as we uh, keep watching and hearing so much about what the teams are doing and where they're going and all of that, um, it is really quite remarkable how one day it's amazing, another day it's not. And I'm not quite sure if they're exhausted. Is that what the team is going through? Or how does that happen when you are on a run and it's going so well and then all of a sudden something happens and it's not going well and then it continues to not go well? We've seen that over the years with some of our teams. I think sometimes it can just boil down to a lack of focus. You, know, you, you can get a little fat and happy, as they would say, where you know, you're like, okay, we've won five in a row. We're feeling pretty good about ourselves, and we're looking at a team. Okay, you know, record's not real great. We should be able to go in and you know, maybe not put in our full effort, maybe try and go you know, 75 80%, and then you realize. But, I mean, today wouldn't be one of those. Today they just ran into – you know, Steph Curry is a Hall of Famer, and Andrew Wiggins has been outstanding since joining Golden State, and, and and Draymond Green. The Warriors 
just flat out outplayed the Wolves today. And, and sometimes, you know, sometimes you're the dog. Other days you're the hydrant. Today the Wolves were the hydrant. But, you, you know, you, you dry off, you go back tomorrow, and hopefully tomorrow you're the dog. Oh, my goodness. We have so much more to talk about. we got to take a break, and we'll come back in a moment. And just know that um, we are doing calls uh, from the listeners at 735. We want to know if you went out spending and if you had a great time this weekend uh, for Black Friday. And so I mean, Black Friday started weeks ago, but I just want to know, how'd you do? Did you, did you spend some money? We'll be back. Yeah, turn it up, Chris. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do is be with you on a Sunday night. And I really do mean that. I so look forward to it. <laughs> and of course, Chris Tubbs is running uh, the show tonight. And I'm so happy that he could join us. He's one of the producers, he and Jonathan Lowe. And I thank them very much. Um, also, I wanted to um, ask about um, when it comes to trying to figure out what you're going to do for Christmas. Okay, Thanksgiving is over with. And I just want to say thank you to my family. We had a wonderful brunch. I sang, Chris, at um, the Dakota that night um, at 7 p.m. I think we went on at about 7.20. And we just had a blast. The audience was amazing. I think um, we only had about 30 seats open. And we just had this amazing time there. Um, I remember maybe two weeks before Thanksgiving and my brother JD was asked to make the turkey and they never asked me to make the turkey. Can I just say that to you, Chris? I mean, have you ever been asked by your family or friends and say, yeah, why don't you make the turkey this year? Has that happened? That has not happened. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, ours was a little bit kind of a, uh, a, a spur of the moment, last minute sort of situation this year. So, uh, I my goal one day is to be that guy who you know preps the turkey and can you know deep fry to brine it or you know however I want to prepare it. Like th- I want to do that once in my life. It might not taste good, but I at least want to go through. <laughs> I want to go through the process of preparing it, knowing that at least I tried. Yeah, you know, my brother JD, in fact, his birthday was this week, and he is just an amazing man. He really is. He's the eldest of our family and remarkable. And he used to do the turkey all the time, but they were always, he and his wife and family were always late okay. getting to the event, and people were standing around going, oh, okay, so now the turkey is coming. Oh, okay, we've eaten all the vegetables and the pie and the cake, and now the, now the turkey shows up. But, you know, he brought it the day before, so we were really excited. He, excited he was doing it. And it was the prettiest turkey, man. <laughs> it had that golden tone to it, like it's been in the like, sun. Like, like the crispy skin. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, man. Mm. I mean, just beautiful. Now, I need you to know where I live, uh-huh. there are turkeys everywhere. They walk around the street like they own it. Yes. And it's like 46 to 50 of them sometimes. And yes. you just kind of go, you walking on Thanksgiving? <laughs> Y'all need to turn around and go back. Go back. See, they're just it's- flaunting it. They're, just, they're, they're flaunting. It's like they're taunting you, Geraldine. Exactly. You know? You know? And see, let me tell you something. When I used to live in Como Park, um, I, I couldn't believe the, the turkeys that would just strut around as if to say, I'm so pretty. And I'm thinking, you only pretty for a while because honey, people going to start picking you up. Do you know one year, it was a really difficult year and not enough turkeys. The turkeys that were walking around the lake at Como Lake, man, they got picked up. 
They were gone. <laughs> really? Like, seriously. And I don't know. People say that sometimes, you know, wild turkeys are very hard to cook and cut and clean. Um, I don't know. I've never gone hunting, so I don't know anything about that. Have you ever hunted for a turkey? Or I, I, I have not, no. I, I, I hunted a little bit when I was younger with my stepdad, but... I probably I have not gone hunting uh, overall probably in oof, oof to maybe twenty plus years. Oh wow! Yeah, there it, you go. It's it been a long time. No, I, I I will go to the supermarket and get my food. I'll go to the market and get my food. You know, I I don't I don't need. I'm a rugged indoorsman. I'm a rugged Geraldine. indoorsman. <laughs> I mean, I'm a rugged indoorsman, Geraldine. You should put that on a coffee cup and a T-shirt. I'm telling you, man, you can sell some of those. Well, it's amazing to me how much people cook. This year, here's yeah. what's interesting with our family. When we decided to do a brunch, it was only because I was performing that night. My brother Fred was going to mm-hmm. be there. My brother J.D. and his wife were there. Uh, I mean, his, his girlfriend was there. And so here I'm thinking, yeah, you know, this is going to be a great idea. Do a brunch. We had cinnamon rolls and eggs and sausage and bacon and biscuits and croissants. And we had all this stuff, right? Yeah. Then there was turkey and 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 um, mashed potatoes or something like that, or rice. And we just, you know, did all this. You know what we forgot? We forgot vegetables. <laughs> did you really? We had these <laughs> like two huge bags of broccoli to cook, right? Yeah. And I'm looking around, going, "Hey, you guys, we don't have a salad. We don't have where are the vegetable." We all stopped, especially all the women went, "Oh no!" Oh, that's my kind of meal. That's a, you know, it's, well, it's kind of like you know, there were only three of us here, here, me, my wife, and our 12-year-old daughter. So I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm not going to go through the, all the, the effort of, you know, making the, you know, the turkey and the dressing and everything. Well, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's like Monday, right? And, right. you know, it's a three-day weekend. It's a five-day weekend for my daughter. So then she's like, oh, I really want turkey. I really want, you know, stuffing. And I'm like, okay, this is Monday. Uh, tomorrow I can go out and get it. So – yeah, we put together a a stovetop stuffing, uh, some instant mashed potatoes. No, potato. you didn't. Yes. No, you it, didn't. Yes. Wait a minute, my and, friend. And, Don't. And, yep. Yeah, for real. For real, yeah. <laughs> Just because the 12-year-old wanted it. And, and we, you know, we got the turkey breast. We got it thawed just because I put it in the fridge, and I'm like sitting here, you know, trying to just like slowly help it along as much as I can to defrost. But yeah, I was going to make like meatloaf or enchiladas, you know, something that's easy. But nope, right. we had to. But yeah, we didn't have any vegetables either. We you had no vegetables. We, Thank God, somebody else didn't have it. Oh yeah, no, no, no. If you if you would see me now, you'd realize I'm I I'm not a vegetable guy anymore. Oh, for real? Oh, I'm so I'm such a vegetable girl. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Like I love the green beans and the broccoli and peas and I don't like corn unless it's being popped. Oh, okay. See, I'm. <laughs> see, I like the green beans. Like the, you know, you you get like the green beans that have like that garlic or whatever on it. And, and right. Yeah, you kind of put that in. You know, I don't even know. Like, you just have those Thanksgiving beans. I guess is is the best <laughs> that I can say. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving beans. That's what I'm going to call them because I don't know what they're called. Thanksgiving beans. You're going to regret giving me an open microphone. You should write a story about that. It's like Jack and the Beanstalk. It's like, you know, Chris and the Thanksgiving beans. Oh, my goodness. You brought tears to my eyes. Tears of joy. I appreciate that. I know we got to take a break, and we're going to come back with some weather in a moment. 
It is now 735 here at WCCO. Welcome back, everyone. We sure appreciate you sticking and staying with us here on Steel Talking at WCCO Radio. Okay, first of all, I want to say I am so grateful for all the people that came out and heard me sing at the Dakota. Thank you so much of the kind statements that you made on Facebook, those that uh, text me, and so much more. Now, this half hour, um, I am really excited to talk about this because, of course, we heard that um, for Friday being Black Friday and all of that, that it started weeks ahead. They had Black Friday going on all kind of places. And that's remarkable. Yet people really came out and shopped. I don't know, Chris, if you had a chance to go to the mall. I passed by, my sister and I, we passed by Ridgedale Mall. And I haven't seen that many cars parked at any mall that many cars at any mall in since what 2019 it was mm-hmm. incredible to know that all these people went out and, and started spending so the question we have for our listeners tonight uh, did you have the chance to spend first of all did you spend this year's thanksgiving holiday with with family did you spend a lot of money what did you spend is there still anxiety over getting together so far from the pandemic, right? Because you remember when people couldn't hardly get together in 2020, right? Uh, some people really took a chance. Other people said, nope, we're just not gathering this time. So whether you want to talk about how much money you spent or what, what you did go out and purchase to support um, the country, and, and we know that all of us need to spend more if we're going to get this economy straight. Um, but to know what if you spent time with your family, if you spent time with friends, we'd love to hear from you. All you have to do is either text or call us at 651 461 Nine two two six. Again, that's six five one four six one nine two two six. Again, you can call or text us, and we will address you right away. Um, our in studio producer is Chris Tubbs. He is running um, the text messages tonight as well. So, yes, join us as soon as you can. Because what I want to say about it is that although I I did not go shopping at all on any Black Friday, I did not. I didn't know what people would do. Um, Even though we have inflation right now, I didn't know. You remember, Chris, not so long ago, people were fighting at the Walmarts, right? Because they were trying to get in and get those Black Friday uh, deals. I didn't want to have to hear about it. I didn't want to have to see it. So I did not go shopping except at the grocery store to make sure I picked up all the food that that we all needed. So I wonder if you had a chance to get out there and do anything. Tell me if you went shopping or you drove past the mall like I did. Tell me what you did, Chris. Well, I did not uh, get a chance to go out and go Black Friday shopping, just because I was working here. But I I do know that, you know, from what I saw, you know, the malls were hopping and there were so many other places that people were there. And yeah, it was nice for me to hear things like that and to to see the reports that the malls were busy and that because I, I was always Geraldine, I always enjoyed going out on Black Friday. I, I I know I don't know if that makes me some kind of a weirdo or a masochist. Not or at what, all. Because Not at all. I, I like the hustle and the bustle, right? I, I like to be around people. Uh, I'm not a like that. It makes me feel good to know that people feel comfortable with their financial situation, that they feel comfortable enough to go out and hopefully, you know, some sort of, of normalcy when it comes to, 
you know, going out and spending some money and just being out and, you know, I feel like we're not the holiday season. You know, online shopping is fine, but it's just it's just not the same as the rat race of, of Black Friday, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. And of course, we have Gary calling in from Brooklyn Park. Gary, are you there? Hey, yes, I'm here. Hey, Gary, what do you say? Well, you know what? When we had our Thanksgiving, we had people from church come to our house for Thanksgiving. And then on on Friday, I decided to go out and do a little shopping. And I found this year that the people were more friendly. It wasn't so much pushing, pushing in the store. I felt that it was much more friendly than what it had been in the in the past couple of years. And what do you think is the reason for that? I think people needed to want to, that they had to get out and do some things. And I think the spending is coming back a little bit, even though the economy is bad. I think people just have the need to get out. I know we all have a need to get out, and I was so happy to see all those cars at Ridgedale Mall. And at the same time, I say to myself, if this um, inflation is adversely affecting us deeply, then are people going to really spend money? So I'm so surprised to hear um, from the news people that, yeah, that people spent a lot of money this weekend. And that is remarkable. And the economy needs it. Um, you get a chance to see people or meet people out and about. I love to stop and say, happy Thanksgiving or happy belated Thanksgiving. Did you guys have a good time? I had all kind of yeah. conversations. So um, did you feel as though your family felt comfortable too? Yes, I did. I, I really did because it it was it was more comfortable going out shopping because you know people were in a friendlier mood. I felt. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you and so much I for calling in, Gary. Yes. Have you heard yet when WCCO is going to air? It's a Wonderful Life yet on uh, from the St. Paul Hotel. Oh, Chris, do you know more about that? I don't, but I can go ahead and put out some feelers right now, as a matter of fact. We're going to put out some feelers right now. If you put it it over the radio, I'd love to hear it when it's going to be. Okay, we will let you know. We'll try to find it tonight, okay? Thank you, Gary. Thank you, and you have a great evening. You too. Be blessed. All right, everyone. The phone lines are open for you at 651-461-9226. Again, that is 651-461-9226. You can either call in directly, as you heard Gary call in, or you can text it to us, ask us a question. Um, I wonder if there is still anxiety over getting together especially since the pandemic. I mean, we have all found a way to just be really comfortable in our skin. However, this particular fall this year, uh, the fall and now going into winter, people are very concerned. There's RSV that is on the the on the hunt um, for as many children as possible, which is really disturbing. So many children are in the hospitals and clinics, and uh, parents are very worried. Last year, my young grandson, who wasn't even two years old yet, he actually had RSV, and it was just terrifying. And thank goodness he healed and got over that. Um, but I'm just curious to know, 
Where did you find your joy for Thanksgiving? For me, it was all the family that came, the family that came in town. Um, my brother JD, JD, all of his children came home. They came here, um, just to be with him for his birthday and, and for Thanksgiving. We just had a wonderful, wonderful time. So I hope you did too. I hope nobody had a fight. And if so, were you able to finally quiet them down and say, Hey, it's okay. It's okay. Let it go. Let it go. And that's the thing I really hope we don't stop trying to do. Sometimes people are nervous or afraid that someone that's invited to an event is going to, you know, start up stuff and cause all kind of problems. Has that been a problem for you? It has not been a problem for me. Because I know that there's something someone is going to say, at least I hope so, that someone is going to say something that will calm everyone's fears. And we didn't have to do that. We never seemed to have to do that. And I hope that you had an amazing Thanksgiving. When I started my show at the Dakota on Thanksgiving night, Chris, I actually opened with a prayer and I closed with a prayer. Everything in between was just fun, right? But I thought it was important for us to just pray together, just to bow our heads in silence. And I sang a song uh, that was like a prayer. And I'm going to tell you, the peace that came into that room was just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And I hope each of you had a chance to experience something like that this past weekend. Now, you can call us or write to us at 651-461-9226. We are also trying to find out about the um, the play that is going, hopefully happening at the St. Paul Hotel. Anyway, I, um, my producer, Chris Tubbs, tonight is looking into that so we can get Gary the answer on that. Also, <clears throat> the question for tonight, has the political venom Calm down to the point where you can get together with family and friends again. Hmm? Has the political venom calmed down? Thank goodness we made it through the midterm. And now it seems like people are set. What I mean by that is that they're okay. We don't need to have to worry about, okay, well, what happened in this election or what happened in this election? I know that there's one coming up December 6th in Georgia, you know, a runoff. And there will be a lot of talk about that. But right now, everything feels peaceful. Maybe it's not. Maybe you're experiencing something completely different. But for me, it just feels peaceful. And I am so grateful for that. How did you spend the rest of the Thanksgiving weekend? Once Thanksgiving happened this past Thursday, did you go out shopping on Friday and Saturday? Did you go to church today or did you sit with your family and friends and had just fun being together? These are questions I ask. We want to know because there are so many that really have said it's been a beautiful weekend. My sister and I went and had breakfast together at a restaurant in Wyzetta called Benedict's. And we found Benedict's about six years ago or five years ago. And every now and then we'll go. We used to love, um, you know, Eggs Benedict, and they have so many different types, but I got off the bread, so I'm not doing the bread, but I did enjoy my meal. And the people that were there, the families that were there, it was so smooth. They were waiting inside a door because it was a little cool that day, but, you know, it was peaceful. That's the thing that I loved about it. It was peaceful. 
So if you'd like to join us at any time, you are welcome to do so. Absolutely welcome to do so. We're going to take a break right now, and we're going to come back and have these phones open uh, for you to discuss exactly what you were feeling for Thanksgiving. Was it all that you needed it to be? It's not always about what we want it to be, but was it what you needed it to be? Maybe you brought some friends and family together and a question was asked and somebody didn't want to deal with that, right? That happens sometimes. But if you want to join us and talk about it, we'd love to hear from you. Again, the phone number is 651-461-9226. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back, everyone. It is now 7.53 here at WCCO. Welcome back. And, of course, we're talking about what this Thanksgiving weekend has been like for you. Of course, with all of the mass shootings that's been going around the country, you never know what how a city will react with a lot of people around in a mall or a grocery store because we've been hearing so much. And, of course, um, Chris, we received a text message. Tell us about it. Yes, uh, yes, we did on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Uh, we were talking about, you know, Black Friday, and, you know, you were talking about, you know, going out compared to being online. Uh, here's a, a texture that chimed in here, Gerilyn. I normally love going out to shop. Then I can see and know exactly what it is that I'm buying. This year, though, due to multiple surgeries and now physical limitations, I need to do all of my shopping online. Yes, it's convenient, but it just isn't the same. I agree with that. It is not the same. I am not one who enjoys purchasing things online. I really don't, even though I do it uh, from time to time. I don't enjoy it. When you are in the stores, I was in Macy's and Maplewood uh, recently, Chris, and I have to tell you, man, I was stunned at how much fun it was, even though there weren't many people in Macy's and Maplewood on that day. This was about four days ago. I have to tell you, it was so peaceful. And I was there to get some lipstick and that sort of thing. And I finally found someone that could help me because there was hardly anyone around to really help. And uh, she came over and we just had a great time together. And I had a chance to talk with her and see how her day is going. And all of a sudden you connect. There's something about being in person when you actually get to connect with someone. It's not the same when you're on Amazon.com or whichever mm-hmm. website you want to go on to purchase things. Do you find yourself buying everything online? I, I do depending on on the item. I, I, I like to shop in person as much as I can just because I, I like to just – I like to take my time when I'm out and shopping. Like I like to go – to a mall, and I might wander into a, a cooking store that I never even knew existed. And right. then it's it's these little independent shops, like these one-off stores that you know that's their life savings. Like it's it's almost like you know, you're in a mall, but you're supporting these small businesses. And that's really kind of what I look for, like the you know the, the kiosks and it, you know just these little uh, the little obscure stores. Like I love that. I love to just. Go out there and see what it is that different people have as their passion. And if I can support them by finding something that I can find as a Christmas gift or even something for myself, yeah. then it, just, it, it makes all the difference in the world to me, Gerald. And it really does. Well, I do want to say to the person who texts that to us, 
just hang in there and find things in that that you own that you can give as a gift. One of the one one of the things I've always loved is being able to give a dear friend a scarf that I loved, right? Or um, uh, some earrings. She and I go out and find rings and earrings and that sort of thing. And I want to just say, hey, I've had these for twenty years. I'd love for you to have them. Do you like them? And we just exchange. I love that. Some people love the brand new stuff. But I'm the one who just says, you know, if I get a piece, if I get a book from you that you really loved, or if I get a scarf, or if I get, you know, a, um, a, a glass that you love to drink from, I mean, those are the little things. An ink pen that's your favorite. Those are the little things I look to, um, I look for, because really it makes a difference for me. Because it's, I feel as though I'm getting something personal from that friend that I love so much right? Instead of going out buying brand new things, brand new little things. If it's children, it's a different story. But when it's adults coming together to say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays or whatever that is, and you give something special, that is what's special to me. So whomever sent that text, thank you so much for sharing that with us, because I know it can be difficult trying to figure out what in the world am I going to do? All right, Chris, it's time to take a break. And we're going to come back with our eight o'clock hour in just a moment, starting with Jerry Hammer, the CEO of the Minnesota State Fair. Stay tuned. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 